0: now loading zero's game room welcome to zero's game room where all things gaming takes place interviews discussions and the latest gaming news so take a seat get comfortable adjust your headset because it's game time
1: here's your host zero Come on in, get yourself checked in, cause you have just entered ZGR Zero's game room. I'm your host as always, Zero and my co-host with me every single time. The beautiful, the lovely. I'm pr-
0: I'm
1: pretty. Pr- I feel like you're feel like you're rolling the R's a lot longer than you used to and I love it. I think I, oh, I personally <laughs> like it. I don't mind
0: it. <laughs> I gotta get my culture in man. I just, just gotta be so excited. We got news.
1: We got two news. We got a lot of, of news. news we got a lot of things going on uh most people okay let's first start off with the news that came out today that it is official rumors were circling around sony is not going to be at e3 again this year two
0: years in a row man Ah. do you think sony's trying to do like big plays here do you think like maybe this is a big evil plan that they have or do you think like man screw e3 there's no point in it like we don't care nobody cares what? Hmm. Like I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if they're actually trying to like do some evil
1: corporate stuff. You know. For me, I don't think it's necessarily something evil corporate. I think that's way too demonic. I'm thinking of like this <laughs> as a cartoon. But uh-huh. what I do think is going on here is that Sony. There we're in an age today where I feel like the idea of E3. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people love E3. But why are you going to pay so much money to be at E3, which before then, it'd be like, you did it, so we could have a lot of exposure, get people hyped, but nowadays, I mean, even look at Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't technically, technically doesn't show up at E3, their, their, their games will be there, but they don't have, like, a live presser or anything like Xbox does, they just play a Nintendo Direct, and the games can be played on the floor, other than that, though, I feel like Sony's going to do the same thing, it's kind of what they did last year, first, first and foremost, they They are getting the buzz of not being there in general. So if they're not there, people Mm. are going to be talking about it. Heck, we're talking about it. You know what I'm saying? That's true, yeah. So so now everybody's now, all the eyes are on E3, and everybody's watching Sony. Okay, Sony, what are you doing? All eyes are on Sony and E3 because they're trying to say, okay, Sony, you're not going to be at E3. What about Xbox and Nintendo? They probably will be, but it's not necessarily confirmed yet. We just can only assume from the past years, but Sony could be going the Nintendo du- the Nintendo route and saying, Hey, why don't we just hold a state of play and let the internet do our free marketing for us? I don't know if it's necessarily going to work, but think about it. Literally, look how the internet exploded back when CES 2020 happened and they dropped the logo for PS5. It was everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was dropping the picture. Everybody was talking about it. That is free publicity. They didn't have to do anything. They just paid for the logo, and everybody was talking about it. So now everybody is anticipating the PlayStation 5. Probably will be revealed in a state of play around the time. Why have competition when you could do it before or necessarily after? You could see how the competition holds up, and then you drop your state of play after, and you look like you're on top of the world. I mean,
0: I feel like maybe Sony's trying to be a bad boy Like, the way that you're describing it Like, no, (laughs) screw everything E3? Nah You want CES? You want stuff? Nah, here's the logo Like, I feel like they're just trying to be the bad boy And the cool, like, like, yeah Like, we're the cool people
1: If you want more news, you're just gonna have to come to us, man Like I mean, think about it, though It's free publicity Why are you gonna pay for all this promotional stuff When you can literally let the internet And Twitter do it for you
0: but I can I can argue that. What about the first day to play that they had? We thought it was garbage. I mean, granted the games mm-hmm. that they have, like um, Last of Us Two, that was dope, and I'm excited for the release of that game. But it was kind of yeah, like eh. okay. Think- but is
1: there really such thing as bad publicity? It's publicity. Regardless, people are talking about it. It's. Promote because let's say they did do the same thing. They held a state of play at E3 and it was kind of garbage. They spent all this money and aren't going to get much back. There is no loss in doing this, in my opinion. Yeah, they're not going to be at E3, but they could still drop the news and people are going to talk about them, whether good or bad. It's free publicity and they didn't pay for it. But. I guess I, I guess I don't like it just because, like, E3 used
0: to be the culture of, like, yo, this is happening, this is the now, this is what's going to happen. And I feel like if Sony is going to drop that, not to say, like, I think you're absolutely right, I think it's a smart move on their part, but I feel like the culture, just like, you know what, this this used to be a big thing, and if companies are going to undermine it, it's like, man, that kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: No, it does. It does suck because, you know, E3 used to be a coming of together of different companies and just showing off to see who walks away the best <laughs> console and the best, you know. It's literally yeah. like, no, we got this, we got this. And that's who's to say that Nintendo or Xbox won't pull out? I doubt it. I doubt they'll pull out. Oh, no. But as of right now, we, we, we can expect Xbox and Nintendo to be there. But who knows? This might, this might work or this could possibly not work in Sony's favor. Either or, that's something we have to look forward to. It creates a buzz. It creates a little bit of a fizzle of like, okay, Sony, your move.
0: Well, I mean... I just... I just, want, I, know, I just. I know. I I just want value, man. I just want cool things for Sony. Hey, hey,
1: on hey. you are definitely valuable here to this podcast. Body. Speaking of value, <laughs> a company that has been not giving us a great value is Game Freak. Look at those segues. We're good at those. We're, we're good. <laughs> so we also had a Pokemon Direct recently, and oh, at the eerie hours of the morning, I, I'm going to go off and say I don't personally think it was worth it i understand both sides i understand both sides of this pokemon direct okay but let's break it down on pred i'm assuming you did not wake up early enough to see this and you just watched it after which is honestly the smart thing to do but what did you think of the nintendo direct starting off with just the whole pokemon mystery dungeon uh the dx that's coming out for switch on uh, around march march 6 2020
0: so, first of all, you know, when I sat down with my cup of water with me at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning instead of, what, 6 o'clock or 7 yeah, o'clock? Yeah, it was 6.30. It was 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> I- I'm going to be honest with you. I, I gave Nintendo, I mean, I Game Freak more leisure. I'm like, you know what, I'm in a good mood. I woke up, took a shower, shaved, you know, having a good time. So, I think when they busted out the first thing, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, I thought it was pretty cool. I know back as a kid, I loved the game. Um, I had a lot of fun memories with it, especially when it's like, "Oh, what's your personality type? Like, are you a danger person? Are you a shy boy? Are you, a, are you a, like a ninja? Guy? Like, yeah, th-
1: yeah, the questionnaire that basically determines your Pokemon that you get. Yeah,
0: I thought that was so dope. And I think I got Pikachu. Yeah, I got Pikachu, and I just I had. Think a- I got Charmander my first time around. It's like it's dope, right? Like you're just like, "Oh, that's a little huh. me!" Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun memories with it. Um. I know a lot of people in the community been wanting to have Pokemon Dungeon, and everybody and their mother was like, oh, Game Freak doesn't care
1: about us. You know, they... Yeah, <laughs> there was a trash. lot of memes of like, we're just the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon team. Granted, the thing is about the Mystery Dungeon uh, game, it's essentially a remake of Red Rescue Team and the Blue Rescue Team, which was originally mm-hmm. on the DS. Red Rescue Team was on the Game Boy Advance because that was during the transition phase of the Game Boy Advance to the DS. So they were a lot... People were people had an opportunity to play it was one of the first few games i played on the nintendo ds and i fell in love with the mystery dungeon team it does suck a little bit that it's not a new entry but hey a remake is a remake and i'll oh take yeah. it uh there is a free demo out on the nintendo switch i downloaded it haven't played it yet so my opinion of it could potentially change um but so far at first i didn't necessarily like the hand-drawn art but really? it's grown on me. Oh. Yeah, I didn't like it at first. At first, when I looked at it, it just looked a little funky. But it's definitely grown on me the more I look at it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, graphics for me aren't everything. If it still plays like it used to, I'm going to have fun with it. I probably should have played the demo, but I still I haven't had time. <laughs> but uh-huh. to see a Rescue Team game, a Mystery Dungeon Pokemon, a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game, be back, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it. I... We'll probably purchase it And it's going to be out in March 6th Which is already terrible Because March is literally March Madness We talked about this in the last podcast episode How I have, what was it We have Persona 5 The Royal coming out We have the Final Fantasy 7 remake We have, uh, what was the other game Uh, Animal Crossing coming out And now we got got Mystery Dungeon And I'm probably going to buy all of it And I'm going to go broke So uh, if you don't hear from me Ompread's uh, your guy I'm probably gonna be <laughs> Broke gonna be... be like
0: <laughs> Pokemon 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 <laughs> you know, It's gonna be the <laughs> yeah, all, all exactly. game room <laughs> but, game room All the time But honestly What like I, I think the kind of game Of Mystery Dungeon Like you said The like, graphics wise I think Mystery Dungeon Isn't the kind of game To make it You know Graphic You know Centric. I think they done what was meant to be done to give it a cutesy art style and to Mm -hmm. slap it on a new coat of paint, call it give it a new experience to new people and just be like, hey, this is the new mystery dungeon. I know all y'all keep keep complaining, our interns keep getting frustrated with it. So eh, here's here's a game. But plus,
1: I mean, hey, it's on the Switch, so technically it's portable and you can play a mystery dungeon game. It's the first mystery dungeon game you can play on a home console. So hey, you know what? I'll take it. It looks like fun. I want to relive my childhood from like what, 10 years ago I guess it was when that came out? Damn, I don't you're old. Okay, boomer. Okay, you're like two years younger than me. Boomer. calm <laughs> you horses. Oh my.
0: But you know what you shouldn't call me horses about? <laughs> oh, the DLC
1: what? for
0: the Pokemon Sword and Shield is so <sighs> stupid.
1: Oh my god. Okay, you know what? You can lay down your feelings and then I'm going to lay down my feelings and then well, first of all, first and foremost, yes. Pokemon Sword and Shield is getting DLC in the form of The Isle of Armor and The Crown Tundra, both you have to buy both, available for 30 US dollars. What is your opinion on this move from Game Freak and Nintendo? I think
0: I'm giving it hate. And it wouldn't give it so much hate if there was Pokemon that they that they cut out wasn't going to be all in this DLC. Because they even said that there's going to be, what, over 200 Pokemon with this new DLC? For me, the one of the major reasons I didn't want to buy the Sword and Shield is because you're cutting out a majority of the content of Pokemon. And it's stupid how you publicly said, well, we couldn't, the animations, a lot, a lot, a lot, and then all this, all this bull to say, and then for you to just... Slap us in the face and be like, "Oh, buddy, buddy, yeah, you had a good time with certain shields right?" Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so come, so come here, so come here. Listen, listen, listen. Look, I know how much fun you had, but see these two DLC prices? Like, it's it's great, right? You get, you get new new costumes. You get new, you know, Pokemon that are technically not even new. Well, there's some new, but a majority of them right. are just old Pokemon that we've seen before. And you right. get a master named Mustard. Mustard (laughs) DJ Mustard What about my boy Ketchup huh Where's Ketchup I want my master Ketchup Where where is that at Like, It's frustrating I hate it
1: I I get where you're coming from and I kind of come from the same place The thing about DLC This is a perfect Example of what I hate About DLC Mm -hmm. It is paid content that should Have been in the game I do not mind DLC If it then the game feels Complete and then you give me DLC to keep playing where it's like they expanded. You know what I mean? Like they give like the game they earned the right to to have DLC up. Yeah. Because this game was so beloved. Let's just say there's a game. And it was so beloved by many. And people felt like it was great, but they wished it was just a little bit more. And then they might throw in a $10 DLC for a what if scenario. Kind of like The Last of Us. It did that. The Last of Us was beloved by so many people. And then they released DLC. And it wasn't a what-if. It was a side of the story, uh, a little bit of looking into Ellie's character. Because Mm -hmm. we didn't really know much about her. And so, that was worth it. Because you gave us a whole story. Yes, you left it on a cliffhanger that potentially should have let... Which is leading to The Last of Us 2. But you still gave us DLC to expand the world. You didn't take a chunk out and then add it in later as DLC. And that's what this game feels like. It feels like you could have had... These 200 plus Pokemon that are, mind you, these DLCs are going to be released in both June of 2020 and then the other half, the Crown Tundra, in fall of 2020. So you still have to wait to get all of your money's worth. But not only that, if you're going to not work on these animations, which again, that was the reasoning for taking out so many Pokemon. If you're not going to do the animations, and then you still cut down our Pokemon, and then later give us those Pokemon, but we have to pay for it? It feels dirty, it feels wrong It doesn't feel like you're expanding It feels like you're adding something That should have already been there And it's just an extension Because that's what's going to essentially happen We're going to get two new areas That are similar to the big wild area You might have like a town in each And a new gym leader in each For $30, it does suck It does, it almost feels like Why wasn't this all in the game already Why Why wasn't it already in there
0: My God, I remember, I remember the direct, didn't they kind of market this as like, oh, the reason why we have DLC, is it because, you know, because Sun and Moon, they had Ultra Sun and Moon, so they kind of played as, well, we didn't want to make a, you know, Sword and Shield, you know, Ultra Edition, so we have DLC for you guys, come on, And here's the thing
1: here's the thing though and this is why there are two sides I've seen two sides of this argument I'm gonna yeah. stick with my side that this feels like a cheap cop out where it's like really you lied to us essentially because you told us that we, you guys had no plan in releasing new Pokemon Probably not till the next game and you know what we got to a point where everybody accepted it And now you turn around and you're like well We're gonna make some of these Pokemon Galarian and now we're gonna give you so yes We are getting old Pokemon, but we're also getting new Pokemon forms in the form of the Galarians kind of like we saw in the trailer We're probably getting Galarian Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno. We have the new legendary Pokemon Cubfu, who can evolve and we got new Dynamax versions the Gigantamax of Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Inteleon These things are all cool But should have been in the game from the start But like I said, there's two arguments This There's one, where it's like The side we're arguing right now But there's also the other side Would you have rather, granted maybe not you But, would you have rather paid $60 for a third installment Or $30 for DLC I would have just preferred they get Even if they delayed the game one more year And the game came out in this year uh, Holiday 2020 With everything included I would have preferred that than giving us a game, which I did enjoy, but that felt like it was missing and then have to pay for it later.
0: I think you're absolutely right on that, because I know, I think maybe they're uh, taking the feedback of what the community is saying, and again, what we could be saying is totally different from what the numbers are going to say, so maybe they might just be like, dude, this whole release one game and then DLC part might be the way to go and but then again if this doesn't succeed so maybe they have to go back to our okay you want the 60 game cool let's wait two years like you said and then another 60 dollar game so i think you're i think you're really on to something with that so it's going to be interesting to see maybe not with this franchise or not that franchise not with this sword and shields but whatever next pokemon game they release i think it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to go with that route to see hey is this a more uh cheaper way or or is this going to be more expensive and it's going to be less worth it for us to go make another game? Or
1: right. And but here's the thing. And this is the bottom line. I think even though we're complaining and a lot of people are going to play, complain, I'm still going to buy it. Why? Why? You know, you could argue you could argue <laughs> why if you if you hate it so much why are you going to then just don't purchase it? Because I already have the game and I want to experience the new stuff. Yes, it sucks and but like really me not buying it isn't gonna hurt their sales, okay? Yeah, it is. A couple people. No, it isn't. It's gonna be thirty dollars. They don't care because you know, hundreds upon thousands, potentially millions of people who bought the game originally are also, if not, if at least half of the people who bought the game buy the DLC. It doesn't matter if I do or don't. What are you talking about? Yes, it does. That's like okay. Think about it. Think about it this
0: way. You're at, you're at Game Freak. You're at Game Freak Studios, right? So you walk okay. in, and they're like, "Well, hello, Mr. Zero. Um, would you like to purchase one DLC?" And you're like, "Sure." That's like thirty McDonald's cheeseburgers for the whole staff. Like
1: you
0: <laughs> to visualize. I mean, I guess, but it's like software. Like, that. like,
1: see, but software is physical. They're still gonna get their money's worth, and people are gonna buy it. People are gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it just so I can see what what the hub bubble is all about. Of course, for thirty dollars, we want more, but we're not gonna get more. This is all we're gonna get. And you know what? The only other thing we get right now, other than the free update, which luckily hasn't uh, gotten rid of any of the glitches that you can abuse in the game, uh, we get a free a free Galarian Slowpoke that we can enjoy. But guess what? All you gotta do is go to Wedgehurst, Wedgehurst Station and then you'll get it for free. You'll talk to one of the new NPC characters that are being released in this DLC. But here's the catch. This Slowpoke can't evolve. Why can't it evolve? Because the items you need to evolve it are both in the DLCs.
0: It's worth it, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, maybe we are being too harsh, but I'll be even as far as to say, because you're complaining about Pokemon Sword and Shield, and you're going to buy it, that whatever experience that you're going to get, you can't complain about it, because you right. already know going in, you're you're paying for something that you don't aren't happy about. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fight you. you can going to fight me on that one?
1: I, I might. I don't know. <laughs> See, I might throw handcuffs at you. I mean, like...
0: <laughs>
1: look, I'm going to buy the DLC anyway. This does suck, and it might... I don't know. I can't really say much more. I've said my feelings about how I feel about this. It might draw more attention to the game. It might get more people playing throughout the season. But it does feel a little low and a little cheaply. A little bit of like a low blow for them to do this.
0: Alright, I'm gonna be honest with you. Before we go and wrap it up, just be honest, Zero. You did it for the new waifus. Clara and Avery. Just say it. Just say Just say it with your heart. <laughs> say it with your heart. You want me to say their names? Yeah, the Clara and Avery, buddy. The new rivals.
1: You mean the new gym leaders that are gonna be in the game?
0: No, it's the, the new... Is it the gym leaders or the yeah
1: yeah that's gonna be the new gym leaders oh i think no i think oh no no that's clara and avery they're gonna be they're gonna be the new yeah they are they're the new people that are gonna essentially be the gym leaders you're gonna work with them and then you're gonna have to fight them i think i really do think so one is exclusive to one game and one is exclusive to the other i personally like clara she's kind of cute well, the other one's a dude, I think, so... No, no, it's
0: a girl. <laughs> They're both girls. Avery's a... Wait, what? Yeah, Avery's a girl.
1: No way. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. What? Can't, we can't end the no, podcast why, no, on a oh, What? Oh, 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 my God. That might be a girl. It's a oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, then I'm definitely going for Clara. <laughs> yeah. The pink hair. The pink... Unfortunately, wife. though... I, Unfortunately, I'm gonna get Avery because I have po- well no, I have Pokemon Sword as well. Yeah, who knows. Anywho, if you enjoyed this episode of Zero's Game Room, you might have not like- liked it, but you should still rate it five stars because we have a <laughs> beautiful on pred and we also have <laughs> mustard to look forward for too. you yeah, know, master ketchup. mustard. Well, not Bro, ketchup. It's not gonna happen. It's okay. You you can go catch a Pokemon and name it Ketchup. How about that?
0: Yes, or name your uh, <laughs> or name your person uh, Ketchup. Ketchup.
1: Do ketchup. It. You won't. Hello, a mustard. <laughs> Hello, ketchup and mustard. But if you enjoy this, like, rate us five stars, follow us on Twitter at Zero's Game Room. And until next time, the doors to this episode of ZGR are officially closed. I can't wait for Crown Tundra because, like,
0: think about it, buddy. If you capture Moltres and then you give it, like, the Gigamax form or the, or the Galarian form, or the whatever form, you could put a cute little Pikachu Eevee shirt because you get it with the DLC. Like, I mean, come on, worth or worth? Huh? 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 Huh?